Coming up on episode 75 of The Unscrewed Mind, Rusty and I are talking about letting go of the past. I've been reading a book by Dr. Joe Dispenza, which is Becoming Supernatural, and he talks about a lot about the chemicals in our body that lock us in to our past experiences and prevent us from making the future that we want to make. So a lot of this episode is influenced by that. We talk about um, setting goals, of course, you know, working on yourself and becoming the best version of yourself, how you do that. And we also take a little bit of a detour at the beginning to talk about my new passion, grounding. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to the Unscrewed Mind. Man, remember when we used to say that? Oh, yeah. Do we still say that? I can't remember because it's been so long since we've actually recorded a podcast. <laughs> Man, we how do a, we even normally we've start? Had summer, we've had a summer vacation. Is there something wrong with that? No. No. It's summer vacation. I feel like a kid again. It's great. Every time we don't get together weekly to do this, it makes me realize how much I miss actually doing it. So maybe it's a, it's a good thing. I know. And it's like the... Uh, I was thinking about when I was mowing the yard today that how much I act like an enormous five-year-old and, you know, and it's, Uh it really, the thing about it is, is, uh, I think that's why people like to be around me and because I like, like I get excited about stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, and so many people will live their life so mundane so grown up because of societal talks about how a grown up should be versus, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, why? That's the worst. Yeah. Life's too short to not enjoy every single moment. (laughs) I I mean, I just, I just turned 45 and I feel like there are certain parts of my personality where I'm still like, five, you know, maybe 15, you know, definitely not 45. And, um, gosh, I don't feel 45. I mean, it's weird. It's weird to say such a weird number. Well, you, you look good for, for 45. Thank you. It's that's intentional. You know, I know, I know I work hard on that. Can I tell you what I've added to my life recently that I feel like is changing it, but it could just be all mental. And I mm. want you to tell me why it's all mental. Mm. So I bet I went on a, like an internet tangent, like deep down a hole and then came across the topic of uh, grounding or earthing. Oh, uh, walking and, out of the grass. Mm-hmm. So I'm convinced that in the afternoon when I'm working, I just, I get to the point where I'm so overwhelmed and I can't possibly do another thing and I can't concentrate so now I'm convinced that it's because of all the electricity and electromagnetic waves and the Wi-Fi that is just pummeling me the entire day. So twice mm-hmm. a day now, I've been going outside and I, I play Frisbee with the dog outside, but I'll go outside and take my socks off, take my shoes off and just be barefoot in the grass in the sun for you know somewhere between five and 10 minutes, maybe 15 mm-hmm. minutes. I've been doing it all week this week and I just feel like I'm better afterwards is, am I just, um, is, is this just my thoughts 
predicting my reality? Am I making all of this up? And just the action, me feeling like I'm doing something is actually making me feel like something was done or is, is it really working? No, I mean, I think that this, this planet is designed for us and, you know, there's so many things to it that we don't really understand because nobody's teaching that information except for people on the internet or YouTube and no mainstream source is picking it up. No doctor is telling you to do that. Nothing like that is happening. So it makes us think that it's just a conspiracy or something that's not normal, but I've done it too. Uh, Like when I'm drinking coffee in the morning, I'll just go out there and stand uh, in the grass, you know, in the sun with the sun and drink my coffee and it just feels relaxing, but I love nature so much. I like to walk in the woods and all that kind of stuff. So it just seems natural to me. Um, And, you know, there's the barefoot shoes and all that kind of stuff. And I tried that. I climbed Pinnacle Mountain with them. And uh, that did not work out well. How sore were your feet after that? Bad. <laughs> bad. <laughs> bad. It was really bad. Yeah. Uh, I, I got them and climbed it, and I was like, wow, that Just is painful. <laughs> feet flexing in ways they haven't flexed in their entire life, basically. I was thinking, you know, shoes are probably good for this. Mm-hmm. For Real climbing shoes. on rocks, for climbing on rocks, yeah. Um, you know, if it was like a nice hill path mountain, which is just a hill, but it's all rock, it'd be mm-hmm. one thing, you know. Yeah, Pinnacle's got some jagged spots. Yep. Living in Topic the now. today. Letting go of the past. Oh, is that I- what we're doing? I love this topic. That's not what we're doing because that's what I'm prepared for. Oh, okay. I thought we were calling it living in the now, but I think those things are co- co-inhabiting, so it's fine. I mean, yeah, it's the same thing. Here's my yeah. first question to you. Why is letting go of your past so important? So for me personally, and I think when something personally impacts me so much that it can drastically change somebody else's life as well. And that's why we're here. And that's why this podcast is important to me. That's why this information is important to me, et cetera. And the thing is, is prior to this, I would harp on certain situations in my life. And I would think about those situations and think about how I wish I could change that situation or how that situation is dictating my life today. And if that wouldn't have happened to me, then this may have happened instead. Mm -hmm. And just a constant feel of regret or anger towards somebody else because of the situation. Yeah. And, you know, there's two ways to look at it also is that that situation was a defining moment in your life that you should be thankful that you had because it gives you the ability to not repeat that or it gives you the ability to make a different life for your family or for your friends or whatever the situation ties into. It just opens you up to not be that person that had that experience and to be the person that you want to be. You know what's really interesting, though? I think for most people, past experience do the exact opposite. 
it becomes something that attaches like you attach your ego to um it becomes an experience that you can't let go of and then instead of growing up and moving past it everything in your life is defined by it and i don't know that, that there are some things that happen to you some experiences that are really traumatic you know but um i think a lot of people just carry just random things that they probably could have let go of a really long time ago and yeah. What's interesting is you, you, we were kind of brainstorming on topics that we wanted to talk about on this episode, and this topic goes right alongside of this book I'm reading by Dr. Joe, I call him, Dr. Joe Dispenza, which is Becoming Supernatural. And mm-hmm. one, of the, one of the chapters in that book is, is exactly what we're talking about here, and he makes some really good points, and I'm going to read a little bit. I, I hate to do that but I'm going to, the first point that he makes and that I want to make here is that the past, your past that you're addicted to, that you repeat is a physical addiction. And he, what I read, he kind of lays it out, but the gist of it is that, um, you, you feeling a certain way releases chemicals in your body. Mm -hmm. Those chemicals create neural pathways and your body creates receptors for, you know, those emotions or that that energy or those chemicals that are, um, you know, produced and released. And the more you feel that, the stronger those pathways get, and the more your body starts looking for it. And then subconsciously, the more your body is almost like releasing those chemicals for you, which causes the thoughts in your brain, and it's like this really crazy, this really crazy cycle. So I have this, I have this section um, highlighted. I'm just going to read it real quick. So this is actually page 44. Where attention goes, energy flows. So since where you place your attention is where you place your energy, when you wake up in the morning and immediately start putting your attention and energy on all the people you have to see that day, the places you have to go, the objects you own, the things you have to do in a three-dimensional world, your energy becomes fractured. All of your creative energy is flowing away from you to all the things in the outer world that compete for your attention, your cell phone, laptop, bank account, house, job, coworkers, spouse, kids, enemies, pets, your medical conditions, and so on. Consider for a moment that each of these people or things you give so much attention to is a known in your life because you've experienced it in the past. I added that part. As I mentioned earlier in the chapter, you have a neurological network in your brain for each one of those things. Since they are mapped in your brain, you perceive and so experience from your past. And the more you keep experiencing them, the more automatic and enriched the neural circuits for each of them become because the redundancy of the various experiences keeps assembling and refining more and more circuits. That's what experience does. It enriches the brain. And then... The next section kind of hammers at home. For each outer world person or thing or place you've experienced in your life that is known, you have an emotional, you have an emotion connected to it because emotions, which are energy and motion, are the chemical residue of experience. This means your emotions, your energy are commingled, even bonded with every person, place, or thing you experience in your known familiar reality. And that means there's no energy available for you to create a new job, a new relationship, a 
a new financial situation, a new life, or even a new healed body. And then he goes on to say that it's possible that you can become addicted to all the people and things in your life that are causing all your problems in the first place. That's like a really long way to say that um, your life is the way it is because of all your past experiences and that's okay. But it's not okay if you're not happy where you're at to allow yourself to be addicted to all the emotions that come with the past and not somehow figure out a way to deal with that so you can start creating your future. You got to unlock that energy somehow. The only way I know to do it is um, how Joe talks about doing it. We're we're friends now, so I call him Joe. And that's meditating. Um, I don't like, is there anything that, that you feel like you did, Rusty, to allow yourself to get past the past? That's a terrible sentence, but you know what I mean? Well, as you were reading that and I was thinking about it, the thing that really stands out for me is how I felt like that I needed to erase me completely. Right. That I needed to become somebody completely different than who I am. And I didn't look at all of the great things that I already had that I like about myself, that other people like about me, not just necessarily my friends, but people in general, right? Mm -hmm. And so... I was trying to turn myself into somebody else without having the old me at all. Right. And I was that way for months, probably even years, to be honest with you. Um, And I'm just constantly, you know, analyzing, looking back, seeing, looking back at my life because I have a, I don't know if I have a unique memory or I just have, I don't dump stuff like other people do. I will go back to certain events and I will relive them or I can go back to that event or whatever the case is. And I can look at it and and analyze it. And some people don't have the ability to do that because they've dumped it or they didn't like the situation. So they just get rid of it. Mm -hmm. And coincidentally, every one of my friends is like you are. What? Like, I can't remember what happened yesterday, dude. Dumped. You, you, yeah. So it's just dumped. dumping. And so, um, I don't know. I don't, I don't quite understand it. Uh, why it's like that for me and not like that for others. But the main thing is, is it's letting go of stuff, but setting, setting your purpose and, being the person that you want to be are all kind of wrapped together because the person that you want to be doesn't necessarily mean you aren't you. Right. You know, and it's, it's, that's been a hard, a hard journey to go down. And when we talk about letting go or, or doing any of these things, this is an effort based thing. This is not a immediate thing. This is not a, you try this for a week and everything's changed type deal. Right. This is constant. This is the this is the exact same chemical reaction and you're doing these things, you're letting go of these things and you're training your brain 
to let go of events that you don't want. And then the chemicals are, are making up for that. And you're, you know, forming new uh, thoughts and going down different pathways from that standpoint. So I don't know. It's just a, um, it's a huge undertaking and you have to understand that it's going to be okay. Even if it's not perfect to begin with, and it probably never will be perfect because we're still humans. We're still enjoying experiences or not enjoying experiences, but how you react and how you talk and how you think about situations is what you're truly changing. Yeah. And you have to change it. If you want something different, I think yep. you have to change I've it. Still got, I've still got those memories. I can go to those memories, but those memories don't serve me. Or I don't think of them in the same manner that I did. I don't give them time anymore. Yeah. So it's just, there's so many different things, ways to look at it. But for me, it's just like, it doesn't come up for me anymore. I don't think about it. It has nothing to do with now. And that's where we're at. We're always at now. And, you know, I, you and me both, we get caught up in, thinking about how the future is going to be. Yeah. And the future is always made now. And it's just like, you know, you want to have your goals. You want to have your visions. You want to have all these things in your life, but you don't want to forget about now mm -hmm. because this is the most exciting day of your life. If you let it be. Well, this is the most exciting moment, right? You know, because anything is possible in this moment. So I'm, I'm a little bit different. I, I mean, I have things that I mull over in the past, but one thing that really causes me a whole lot of anxiety is thinking about the future and trying to prognosticate on how something's going to go. And what's interesting is, is in reading Dr. Joe's book is that he talks a lot about how your past predicts your future because you get locked in these day-to-day uh, -day tasks and you know you wake up to the same alarm, you brew the same cup of coffee, you sit down on the same place on the couch, eat the same thing for breakfast, take the same route to work. You do all of this and you know it's basically locking you in place. Mm -hmm. And um, in the same way, all of these experiences that happen for you every day in this very specified time, when you start to think about what you need to do tomorrow or what you need to do later on that day, how you feel about it, or if it's something that you've experienced before, how you think you might feel about it is determined by something that's happened in the past, which gets all the chemicals going, which um, causes you to freak out or get excited or whatever, and may prevent you from taking that step that you need to take to actually get out of your own way, basically. And that's why do, the do, micro do. steps are, are so important. Just doing stuff for even a minute per day to begin with, because you're, you're able to make big changes by doing small things to begin with. And if you, if you set it too big to begin with and you'll, you'll start beating yourself up or you'll start thinking, well, I'm not working towards it or I haven't done enough. And, you know, there's divine time. And there's also, you know, 
does the time actually affect you or are you letting the time affect you? The way mm-hmm. that you're viewing time is eating you, eating people alive as well. Dude, I'm locked in a time cap- capsule constantly. Like I woke up this morning, I instantly planned my day for everything I needed to do before one o'clock when we were going to actually hop on here and, and record the podcast. And as we get closer to that, if I haven't accomplished everything I need to accomplish, then I start to get stressed out because I feel like I'm running out of time, even though (laughs) there's absolutely no pressure on this and um, it's supposed to be fun, but it, it happens weekly. And I'm like that every single day of the week, even though everything happens at a very specific time every day. And my routine is freaking on point, but it's the same routine every day. And this brings me to my third point, right? Um, obviously, past is a physical condition. If you're not careful, your past will predict your future. But the third point I want to make is that you have to break out of the cycle. The only way to do that is to find a way to pull yourself into the present moment. You talked about that a little bit earlier. The present moment right now is the only unknown because if you don't make any changes now, your future is going to be just like your yesterday. So how many different things have we talked about to like help lock yourself in the present moment? Like what, what are the strategies if, if you've somehow you stumbled across our podcast and everything that's out there on the internet and you're like, how do I get present? And you're looking to Rusty and I to do that. I'm, I'm going to flip it to you first, Rusty. How would you tell someone to get out of their head and get into the present moment? I mean, when you were just talking about that, the first thing that I thought of was ask your five-year-old self if what you're trying to do right now is important. (laughs) Does it involve ice cream? You know, because the thing is, is if you're stressed out and it's Saturday right now for everybody watching. I'm super stressed. And he's stressed out on a Saturday before this podcast. And oh, no. it's, it should be literally the, the calmest day of the week for you, the easiest day of the week, the, the simplest, the most fun, the most relaxing, you know, and it's, and it's all about even some of the things that you were st- saying there. And you're saying that, well, basically, if you don't change something today or you don't do something today, then your tomorrow is going to be not going to be different. Your future is not going to be different. And, you know, I agree to an extent, but I don't agree with it wholeheartedly because I really truly believe that your goals and your thoughts make up your reality. And so when you set an intention, it comes to you just as much as you move towards it. So, that's so much to have on your shoulders. But here's the thing. Let's say your life has been going on a certain path up until this moment, and you decide right now that you want to make it different. Okay? Mm-hmm. Oh. So your attention's been set. 
but there's, I think it still requires action in the present moment, whether it's writing that goal down on a piece of paper, whether it's, um, you know, making, making a note to yourself, like writing in your journal, um, you know, just imagining what that new future is going to look like. But I, I mean, I do think that once you, once you put something in your heart that, you know, it's possible for the universe to, uh, make changes for you. Like I'm, I'm just locked in that mode where I still think it requires action on my part. Maybe that's why none of the stuff I want comes to me as fast as I want it to, because I, I think based on past experience, you don't get anything unless you work for it. So if we would have started this podcast, when we started talking about starting this podcast, Mm -hmm. we could look at it one of two ways. 12 years ago, however long ago it was. We could look at it one of two ways. We could have started the podcast and we wouldn't have been ready to start the podcast and we shouldn't have started the podcast then. Or we could say we should have started the podcast and we would just be that much better off today because we started the podcast then versus the podcast when we started it. Right. Right. So there's Mm -hmm. always two ways to look at every piece of your life. But what if you look at it as we started it when we did, because that was the time that we should have done it versus the first time, because I don't feel like that we were ready to talk about something that we were ready to do something at that time period in our life. I don't think the commitment could have been there. I think that we may have given up on it or we may have not been talking about the same subject. I mean, there's just so many different things to think about, but yeah, I, I mean, definitely there has to be action. If we, if, I mean, if we don't turn this computer on and turn on the cameras, nothing's recording us. I'm not saying that there's no action at all, but to assume that everything has to be done by you is like the exact opposite of everything that we talk about in my That's limiting belief for sure. Maybe the, maybe the present moment is the, isn't the most important thing. Is it awareness? Is it just being aware of what's controlling you or is it just being aware of how crazy your thoughts are about what's going on, you know, is, is awareness the key more than presence or are they the same? I don't even know. The other thing is, is looking at your goals to do the goals give you enjoyment. You Mm -hmm. know, the thing is, is so many people will set a goal um, that doesn't make them happy. You're not excited. You're not having fun. And so why is that a fun goal? It's like, oh, well, that's hard work. You just got to do that. And then you're going to be happy because you did this hard work. You got to grind, baby. (laughs) You got to grind. Listen, you got to work for one of our businesses and you got to work as hard as you can. Do you Mm -hmm. understand me? Yeah. (laughs) Until the moment we decide we don't need you anymore and then we're going to cut you loose. You know what? At 65, you're probably going to be useless. We'll let you go then. Does that sound good? Yeah, but you know what you can do? <laughs> Run for president. You know, <laughs> you could definitely hold an office and lead an entire country. Everything, everything, uh, everything's going to change. There's constant change, period, point blank. There's no question around that. So um, would you be happy if you were working towards your goals but you were stressed out, unhappy, 
and hated the day that the world ended. Do you see what I'm right. saying? Yeah. It's like, how fun is that? I mean, so you just have to balance everything. We don't know, we don't know the future, but you once you have a goal in mind and you're moving towards it some way, somehow, right? You're doing something towards it, then you can't ask for much more than that if you're enjoying your life. If you're not enjoying your life, this is a totally this this is not if you're not enjoying your life at all. You need to step back and evaluate it and figure out what things you do enjoy so you can let go of the things that you don't enjoy. And mm -hmm. that's like the, I think that's where I, per, I mean, to get to where I am now, I, I like to think it took me, you know, four, five years, but in reality, it took every experience in my life leading up to this point. True. Because I, I have all those different contrasts to look at and all those different things that I don't like or do like, and I can pick through them, but I wouldn't even, you know, I wouldn't even have an idea of what I do and do, do not like if I didn't have the previous experiences. So, so many good things, so many bad things, but you know, I think I used to think about negative things and now I think about positive things that have happened to me throughout my life. And why do you let a negative experience be the defining moment instead of a positive experience? Because it's so much better to look back at the positive than it is at the negative. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Unscrewed Mind. Now, if you heard something that you know someone else needs to hear, share the show. If something in this episode gave you an aha moment, Give us a review. And if you haven't been to our YouTube or our Instagram or our TikTok account, check us out. We are everywhere at The Unscrewed Mind. Now, go out and do something great today.